Imagine you're an architect. You've designed a bridge and now you want to ensure it's safe for public use. You wouldn't just look at your design and assume it's good to go. Uh, you test it perhaps with some simulations or weight-bearing experiments. And in a similar way, in the world of ML, after designing a model, we need to evaluate its performance and ensure it's doing its job correctly. So let's spend a few minutes talking about this crucial aspect of machine learning. Think of machine learning as baking a cake. The recipe you follow is similar to the training data. Uh, you tweak the recipe based on taste tests, which is like validation data. And once you're satisfied, you serve it to your guests and their feedback is like the test data. So training data is where our model learns. It's like teaching a child how to ride a bike. You show them repeatedly until they get the hang of it. Uh, validation data is like the child claiming to know how to write. Uh, you watch them practice and if they fall or struggle, you give them feedback. And in a similar way, the validation data set helps fine tune the model. It's like a checkpoint to ensure the model is learning correctly. And the test data is like the final exam. Just like a student's performance uh, in an unseen exam reflects their true understanding, the test data evaluates the model's real-world performance. So why not just use the training and test data sets? Um, imagine you're studying for an exam using only past papers. If your uh, actual exam has similar questions, then you're going to end up doing quite well. Uh, but if it has new questions, you might struggle. So the validation data set is like practicing with a variety of questions, ensuring you're not just memorizing answers. So there's various evaluation techniques. Uh, the simplest is the basic holdout validation. So um, in this case, uh, imagine you have like 100 chocolates and you set aside 20 for later. So you taste and rate the uh, first, say, 80 chocolates. And then you compare uh, your ratings with your friends' ratings on the 20 that you've set aside. So this is like simple holdout validation. Um, and then a little bit more, I guess, sophisticated is K-fold validation. This is a bit like having five different friends rate your chocolates. So you divide your 100 chocolates into five sets. Uh, each time, one set is rated by a friend and you taste the rest. And you repeat this five times uh, with each friend uh, tasting a different set. And in the end, you average out the ratings. And then a slightly more sophisticated method is called iterated k-fold validation with shuffling <laughs> it's a it's a more rigorous version of k-fold so here imagine repeating the k-fold process multiple times but each time shuffling the chocolates so that the the sets change um, but it's not just about these sort of validation techniques it's important to have a, a baseline for evaluating um, imagine you're sort of learning to shoot arrows uh, if you don't know the average score for beginners, how would you know if you're doing well or you're improving or you need more practice? And in machine learning, a baseline is that average score. It's a simple solution uh, that gives us a point of reference. If our model can't beat the basic score, uh, it's a bit like an archer uh, who can't hit the sort of the broad side of a barn. Uh, and then, you know, it's time to retrain. So there's some key considerations uh, in model evaluation. The first is uh, data representation. 
Um, if you're testing a new chocolate flavor, you wouldn't just start handing it out to kids. You'd want feedback first from a diverse group of people. And in a similar way, our training and test data should be representative uh, of the entire data set. Time also matters, uh, especially in sort of time series predictions. Uh, for example, if we're predicting tomorrow's weather based on the past, um, it's a bit different uh, from shuffling all historical weather data and making a prediction. And finally is redundancy. So if you sort of have two friends taste the same chocolate, their feedback might be a bit redundant. So in a similar way, our training and validation sets need to be a bit distinct. So to conclude, uh, evaluating ML models is a bit like quality control in manufacturing. And we're just ensuring that our models, once deployed, work as intended. Um, without proper evaluation, we risk sort of deploying models that make incorrect predictions and may lead to undesirable outcomes. Uh, in healthcare, an improperly evaluated model could you know, be catastrophic as it could mis misdiagnose patients. So understanding and correctly implementing model evaluation isn't just a theoretical exercise, there is a practical necessity to it.